Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. SBJ All In, our conference on diversity, equity, and inclusion, continues today. We have a session with Cynthia Marshall of the Dallas Mavericks. The free event starts at 1 p.m. You can register on our website. Three very strong panels yesterday, including one with Cal Associate AD Tyron Douglas and NCAA Senior VP Derek Craig, where they talked in depth about having difficult conversations. I'll just say I took a ton of notes all day yesterday. Remember, all of our sessions will be available on demand. But again, SBJ All In continues today at 1 p.m. In addition today, Sinclair's Regional Sports Networks officially rebrand to Bally Sports. That starts today. Today is Wednesday, March 31st, the last day of March. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. This is your morning buzzcast. Hope everybody is doing well. Let's start with news in the college space. While the men's and women's basketball tournaments both have their final fours all set up for this weekend, all eyes in college sports focused on Washington, D.C. and the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will begin hearing arguments today starting around 10 a.m., about the financial limits placed on NCAA athletes in a case that could really significantly shape the future of college sports. We've talked about this on the Buzzcast. This is, of course, the Alston case, which is named after a former West Virginia football player, Sean Alston, who said that he and other athletes had been exploited. So this case will focus on the rights of student athletes. It'll also look at the definition of amateurism. The question is just how broad a ruling the justices and the court could make. So here's how today will go. Today's hearing will see each side argue its case and answer questions from the nine justices. The questions from the justices, of course, might offer a glimpse into how they are thinking. But I'll just say everyone connected to the NCAA is watching the Supreme Court very closely. A ruling will likely come in May or June. And remember, that's when these state laws around name, image, and likeness, particularly in Florida, start to go in effect. So this decision, this court case, of course, could have profound implications. Another story worth reading as you think about this case was in yesterday's New York Times, and that noted that the NCAA standing in Washington, D.C. has eroded as top government officials have voiced doubts about the management and restrictions of college sports. What's that mean? Well, it means it could cause lawmakers to take action. So the biggest takeaway in that piece for me was that more and more leaders seem to be ready to take action and have great concerns about the future of the NCAA, which traditionally had a very strong standing on Capitol Hill. That seems to be changing. So keep your eye on Washington, D.C. and the Supreme Court. Another thing to keep your eye on is baseball. Opening day, of course, is Thursday tomorrow. And I'll just say 
The Miami Marlins have opened my eyes. They are working very hard to change the narrative around that team. Last week, it was reported that the Marlins have finalized a TV deal with Bally Sports Florida, which more than doubles their previous deal. Remember, they had a league low about 20 million dollars annually in their media rights payment you just can't make it with that type of media deal but they apparently have a new deal which doubles that revenue and it's more than five years in length so that's a very good start for the marlins now today they are set to announce a naming rights deal yes california-based mortgage company loan depot has acquired naming rights to the marlins park it's a multi-year deal it'll now be called loan depot park They will formally announce that agreement today. Remember, this facility has not had a naming rights partner since the ballpark opened in 2012. So these are two significant deals for Derek Jeter and the Marlins, and they seem to be really finding a nice rhythm on their business operations in South Florida. Let's shift to the NFL because league meetings continue today. Yesterday, in no surprise, NFL owners approved the expansion of a 17-game regular season. Remember, players had agreed to that as part of last year's collective bargaining agreement. So now the preseason will be reduced from four games to three games. There'll still be one bye week per team. The season will begin on Thursday, September 9th, and will be pushed back one week. Super Bowl will now be Sunday, February 13th. Meanwhile, Commissioner Roger Goodell said the league expects to play in full stadiums this fall. He said the league will continue to educate and advocate for all Americans to get the vaccine, but he did not say whether vaccines will be required for fans to attend games this fall. We'll have more on the NFL League meetings, I'm sure, tomorrow in Buzzcast. Let's talk about some blockchain technology because Canadian blockchain tech company Dapper Labs has secured more than $300 million in private funding to scale up its virtual NBA trading card site. That's NBA Top Shot. I think we've talked about this a little bit on the Buzzcast. Top Shot has rung up more than five hundred million dollars in sales and has registered more than 800,000 accounts since its beta testing phase began just in October. So that shows you the amount of interest right now in this space. The virtual card, it comes in the form of a floating digital cube that includes a video highlight of an NBA player and comes with an NFT, which is backed by blockchain technology, which of course certifies its authenticity and its scarcity, but so much action in this blockchain space right now. Dapper Labs securing more than $300 million in private funding. Many bold-faced names attached to this private funding, including Hornets owner Michael Jordan. Meanwhile, staying on this topic, U.S. tennis player Jessica Pagula, the daughter of Terry and Kim Pagula, is launching a limited edition run of an NFT digital trading card. Pagula has been playing very well this year on the tennis court. She is selling her cards on the OpenSea NFT marketplace. She appears to be among the first female athletes in America selling digital collectibles. I want to touch on a technology that I didn't bring up on the Buzzcast, but I think it's very noteworthy. It's happening in Boston at TD Garden, and it's employed by Delaware North. They are using Amazon's Just Walkout technology at one of their convenience stores at the facility. And it's supposed to reduce, of course, any lines, and it's supposed to be very frictionless, very seamless. Here's how it works, and I think you're going to see more and more of this technology. Fans of the Bruins or the Celtics or any sports fans will enter the convenience store using their credit card. 
And then a combination of technology, computer vision, sensor fusion, and deep learning tracks what the customer takes off the shelf so they know what we take, and it charges the customer as soon as they leave the store with the items. And TD Garden is the first sports venue to use this Amazon concept. Again, I think there'll be a lot of people keeping their eye on this. And I know that this technology will be used in other sports venues because everybody is trying to reduce lines and everybody is trying to reduce any form of contact. So keep your eye on Amazon's Just Walk Out technology and that test at TD Garden. Speaking of Amazon, Learfield IMG College yesterday announced they have hired a new CMO and she comes from Amazon Web Services. Jennifer Davis will join Learfield IMG College. She'll report to President and CEO Cole Gahagan, and she will lead the company's marketing strategy. And while we're speaking of Jennifer Davis and people, a couple of other people items. I found this note pretty fun from last night's SBJ College newsletter. Our Michael Smith noted that on a recent trip to Greensboro, he saw that the ACC's headquarters has a new street address. Now, the headquarters hasn't moved, but it renamed its street address. It is now located on the John D. Swafford Lane. I found that very appropriate for the former commissioner of the ACC. And finally, if you missed it yesterday, SBJ iFactor with Steve Laletta, veteran marketer who talked to me about how teaching tennis taught him to relate to people. He also talked about how important it is to broaden your work experience as a young executive. And he talked about his stints at Miller Brewing, Chip Ganassi Racing, and his role now in helping Michael Jordan's new motorsports team. So I encourage you to check out this week's SBJ iFactor with Steve Laletta. And finally, again, SBJ All In continues today at 1 o'clock. Registration is free on our website. I encourage you to attend. So that is your morning buzzcast for the last day of March, Wednesday, March 31st. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, stay smart, be good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.